0: Welcome to the Speakeronomics Podcast, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me. Speakernomics is the show where we flow and go and help you to know how to grow a thriving speaking business. Why? So you can change the world. Of course. Now join me for that journey. Will you? Picture it. Sicily. 2015. You're at the top of the speaking game. You're flying first class. You're staying in swanky resorts and hotels worldwide. You're getting picked up by black stretched Teslas. And every night you get high on the applause of the crowds rising to their feet and hanging on your every word. And then it all comes to a screeching pause with the words, babe, I'm pregnant. Okay, maybe it's not Sicily, and maybe that's not your story, but you probably experienced having to juggle a growing speaking business with everything else that life, life's at you. How do you do it? Well, today's guest is going to give you the tea, how she handles the madness and the music with unstoppable grit. Danielle Cobo, welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic, and I'm excited to be here today. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, listen, Danielle, your life is full and you've got things to do, but I know you brought at least one juicy tip with you for how to manage it all day to day. What's that one mm -mm good tip that you want us to understand today?
1: Take care of you, your family, then your clients.
0: Wow. Wow. Fantastic. Well, before we do this well with Danielle, I just want to remind you to hop on over to the Speakernomics voicemail box. Every week we ask a question and we like to play your answers on the show or just hear from you in general. Sometimes I get lonely. So, hey, Speakernomics fans, I want you to head on over to Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail, and we'll play your message on the show. So, listen out for today's question just a little bit later, and then head over to the link with your computer or your mobile device, Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail, and let your voice be heard. Today's voicemail comes from one of our listeners in regard to our recent episode about CSP, Certified Speaking Professional with Jennifer Elder.
1: This is Danielle Cobo. And the first step that I'm going to take towards achieving CSP is to start tracking my speaking engagements now so that in the future, when it comes time to submit, I'm not having to spend days and weeks thinking of all the speaking engagements that I've had leading up to this point. So I'm going to start tracking them now.
0: Hmm. Danielle Kobo. That sounds familiar. (laughs) Let's get into it. Danielle Kobo is the host of the Unstoppable Grit podcast, the author of a book. Guess what the title is? Unstoppable Grit. She's a former Fortune 500 senior sales manager. She's a a military spouse. And guess what, y'all? She traded in her Harley for a double stroller. Oh, MG. Wow. We've got to hear more about that. She also creates obstacle courses for her kids to burn out their energy and maybe not coincidentally, she's walked two three day 60 mile walks. Wow. That's a full life. Danielle, how do you do all of that? That's a big question. Tell us, Give us your entire list right now. <laughs>
1: I think the first thing is this misconception when we see on social media, people having it all and that it's easy Yeah, and it's not easy and it's okay to acknowledge it and say it and give yourself grace through the process
0: hmm. So you're a speaker. Speaking is a big piece of what you do now. But before you did that, you were in the corporate space and you led a pretty busy, hectic life. And then you kind of found out that you had these uh, these twins coming. <laughs> Tell us a little bit. First of all, what was that moment like when you said to your your husband, OMG, babe, twins? And then how did you begin to handle your corporate life after that? What was going through your brain?
1: When we first found out that we were pregnant, we were ecstatic. And the reason being is we had tried for three and a half years. We ended up doing IVF mm-hmm. and we're blessed. They put two eggs in. So they did a 10 to 15% chance that both would take. And then surprise, we have twins.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, so now you've got these twins you're at the top of your corporate game at that point. What shifts for you? How do you handle this new part or this new season of your life?
1: It was a big shift because the the year prior to me, to our family expanding, I spent 250 nights on the road in my role. So to have this big shift of being on a plane every single week and now being in a situation where Being the primary caregiver of our kids, because my husband's in the military, he's not always around. It was a big shift for us. But before... I always had this thought of before quitting on myself and saying, I can't do this because the first question everybody asked me when we found out we were pregnant was, are you going to quit your job? Mm, And I said, no, it it is such a fulfilling aspect of part of my life and that I enjoy. I don't want to quit my job. I want to find a way to do the both. And yeah. And so when we found out we were having twins, it was how can we create this support network That can support us in raising our boys. Yeah. And it was bringing family coming in. Our family actually moved out to be with us and having a full time nanny, and it was all hands on deck.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I wanna list, I wanna lean into it just a bit more because we've got quite a few different speakers and people listening to the podcast, and maybe everybody's situation is different. You just talked about finding out and people immediately beginning to ask you, hey, are you going to quit your job? And let's talk about that for a second, because there's some some assumptions that come with that. There's some um, I don't want to use the word misogyny necessarily, (laughs) but there's there's some stuff that kind of comes with that. How were you feeling when people immediately began to say, hey, Danielle, are you going to quit your job? when you were you were successful in your career how how were you beginning to feel at that point when people were beginning to make those assumptions and ask that question to you
1: initially it irked me mm-hmm. because people were putting the perception of doubt on my own capabilities before I even had a chance to try or get started. And it was extremely frustrating. And it was this perception that was put on me that you can't have it all. Mm. And instead of just looking at it from the aspect of saying, you're going to make some adjustments. And as you're in different phases in your life, and with your family and within your business adjustments and pivots are going to happen along the way. Yeah. And so at first it really irked me and then I finally just said, you know what? Other people's perceptions and doubts that's on them. Mm -hmm. I get to figure out what's gonna work for me and my family.
0: Yeah, I love it, I love it. So let's talk about it from the other side here. So in marriages or in families where one spouse has the child or the children and they have certain physical capabilities and responsibilities, the other spouse doesn't have that. So how did that begin to affect your spouse, your husband in, in this space?
1: Well, a year after our twins were born, my husband deployed for a year. Mm -hmm. So I was the primary caregiver for everything. I was still traveling every week by plane covering five States as a manager, and then a husband deployed. So I was working and coming home and all the responsibilities around the house and the kids. And it was all me in addition to my support system. Mm -hmm. And, Finding a way to find out the different people and how they can support you in your network is key when you're trying to balance a family and a career.
0: Wow. Wow. So what were the mindset shifts? What were the things that you had to begin to do differently now mentally as you begin to take on the the both? And I'm doing the career and I'm going to be mommy and and be a good at both.
1: When I first found out that my husband was going to deploy, I immediately said, I'm going to have to quit my job. Mm -hmm. And that was a big mindset shift because I was quitting on myself before I even had the opportunity to give myself a chance to try and to take it day by day. So instead of having this view of this is going to be so overwhelming and this is going to be hard. And there's an element that absolutely it was going to be. Mm -hmm. Why not just have the mindset shift that I'm going to just take it one day at a time. And there's going to be some days that are easier than others. And as when he deployed and I started to finally find my rhythm, that's when it was extremely helpful. And I just had that mindset shift of just take it one day at a time.
0: Yeah. I love that you said, find your rhythm, because I think when people think about this, they say, "Okay, yep, she sends them to daycare or the family comes over and everything's hunky dory after that. But what you're saying is that there was some time inside of that where you were just all out of sorts. How did you mentally handle those moments before you found the rhythm? Was there anything specific that you had to hold on to, anything that you read? What is it that you grabbed in order to make it through those moments where it wasn't perfect?
1: Give yourself grace. Mm. There's gonna be some days that are harder than other. And it's that mindset shift of, I am a very, I love to work out, Mm -hmm. I enjoy working out. But at the same time, I remember buying this Peloton bike and I'm gonna go exercise and I'm gonna do this every single morning. And you know what, the times, that I was exhausted and depleted, I gave myself grace and saying, you know what m- what my body needs the most now is sleep. <sighs> and it's one of the reasons why I say you've got to take care of yourself first. Yeah. Because if you are depleted and overextended and fatigued, then that's going to affect how you show up as a parent, as a spouse, as a as a speaker. Yeah. Because if we are in that burnt out state, we may come across jaded, cynical, and irritable. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't serve anybody, nor yourself, nor anybody in your family. Yeah. And then also that mindset shift, I remember one month I had a manager's meeting for a week I came home for a week, and then I was gone for a national sales meeting. So there was two solid weeks that I was going to be gone within one month. And that guilt that I had on myself of saying, I'm not going to see my kids. And that is hard. I found ways, obviously, with technology now, you can FaceTime them, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I also had the mindset shift of, I flew my parents out to come help me. And I said, "How you? how great is it that my kids even though I'm not physically there, get to have quality time with their grandparents that live across the country. And so having that mindset shift also helped through those times where my travel schedule was at its peak. And any time that I had those moments where my travel schedule was at its peak, even recently when influence Mm -hmm. uh, was over my kid's birthday, what I did differently was while I was traveling for one week, then the next week I said, okay, this is the week that I am going to spend quality time with my kids. And we went to California and we got to spend every single day for a week together. So it was a my way of kind of balancing out if I'm going to be gone for a week, then I'm going to ensure that I'm dedicating time to be present with my kids for a week
0: yeah so you've mentioned your corporate career and your children being born as you're at the top of your game and you're traveling 200 plus nights per year but we're at the space now where you're beginning to build a speaking business inside of this how do you go from a busy corporate career adding kids into that having a spouse that has deployed some of that and now you're like okay I'm going to add a speaking business to this. (laughs) I'm going to add a speaking business to this. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what that mental process was like. You're, you're finding your rhythm maybe, but it's still a lot. And now you're adding something else on top of that. How do you do that?
1: I believe it's redefining what success means to you. Mm -hmm. A lot of my identity when I was in the corporate world was title, income, awards, And when I started to shift that mindset of what's fulfilling to me, it became easier to identify what areas of my business did I want to grow and focus my time on and not get stuck on this hang up of comparison or I'm not successful because I'm not achieving a specific area within my business that i want to be at Mm -hmm. and when we redefine what success means for us then we get to figure out a way that that business is going to grow that aligns with the lifestyle that we want
0: yeah yeah so i'm gonna i hope this doesn't put you on the spot but i'm gonna ask anyway (laughs) right so you talk a lot about grit and resilience and you clearly have a lot going on is there anything that you would say that was a setback for you a moment inside of your twins are about six now inside of the last six years that really just made you question omg did i do the right thing or am i on the right path or or did i miss something what was that moment for you
1: that moment for me, like many of us was 2020, Mm -hmm. 2020 was a year where I thought I was going to have this straight line path, climbing the corporate ladder. And I thought that I had it all figured out. Mm -hmm. And then within a six month period, my husband had returned home from deployment, which was a big shift for us. Cause when he deployed, our twins were in cribs yeah. They were learning to walk and now he's coming home and they're two and a half and they're in toddler beds and they're talking back at him, which he wasn't <laughs> used to. <laughs> and and then right when he gets home, March eighth, I lost my mom to suicide. Oh no. And then March thirteenth, the world shut down with the pandemic. And then I found myself in a situation within my corporate career, the company I was with, where they had just been acquired and the culture had drastically shifted and it became a toxic work environment and toxic culture. And I decided to leave. Mm-hmm. And that was the big shift where I looked at, instead of tying my identity to the income, to the title, to the awards, it was looking within and saying, how do I want to show up in the world? Who do I want to be? Not what I want to do, but who do I want to be? And what is that passion that lights up my soul inside that I want to align my core values to? That is something that I look forward to doing every single day. Mm -hmm. And that's what transitioned into the speaking business. I loved leading a team. I loved mentoring people within my team and helping them achieve their goals. And I took a step back and said, how can I do that same mentorship, but on a greater scale so I can help transform people's lives? And that's what brought me into the speaking business.
0: Wow. Wow. I love that journey. So you mentioned early on about taking care of you and you've said some great things you've mentioned giving yourself grace and you've talked about getting your your rhythm and your flow and your mojo what do you suggest what are some things that you've done personally to really lean into taking care of you and making sure that you're okay for the journey
1: the first thing i do is have a high level of self-awareness of how I am feeling. Mm-hmm. So if I'm noticing that I'm getting anxious, that I'm getting irritable, that I am depleted, mm-hmm. then it's the time that's the barometer and looking at, okay, what is not working in my life right now that is triggering this fatigue and mental exhaustion? Yeah, And what changes do I get to make to help me get into a spot where I am able to pour into others. Because we say you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And so most recently I'd hit a burnout state. I would say, even though I teach burnout, doesn't mean I don't experience it myself. Right. And so I looked at, I was at a point where I was working in my business versus on my business. Mm-hmm. And I started to reevaluate my time and what are some areas that I can delegate out So I am feeling I have more energy within myself, but yet my business is still growing because I'm able to work on my business. So what areas can I delegate out within my personal life? Does it mean that I have somebody coming into my house and cleaning my house because on the weekends that's quality time with my kids? Does it mean I'm having groceries delivered? Does it mean that I'm delegating out more tasks within my business, marketing, website design, content creation? so that I can focus in on ensuring that I am in a good place and my business is continuing to grow.
0: Wow. Before the show started, you and I were talking a little bit and we were talking, we we mentioned these words values and we mentioned the word alignment. Talk to us a little bit about your perspective on those words with regard to the conversation that we're having.
1: So it's important to understand what your core values are. hmm and my core values are growth, family, faith, and trust and honesty. Mm-hmm. And that when you understand your core values, it helps you be in integrity with who you are and what you're doing. Yeah. So if I look at my calendar and faith and family are two of my, my, and growth are among my core values. My gut check question is when I look at my calendar, is that a reflection of my core values? And so faith and family, for example, is being in contribution to my community and giving back through my church. Mm -hmm. But how is it a way that I can also combine that with my family? And my boys and I do volunteer work within our community. It's a way that I get to fulfill being involved in my community and my church and also having my boys part of that process as a family. And that's the quality time that we get to spend together. So when I look at my calendar is, Is there time dedicated in addition to my business, Mm -hmm. being able to provide from your family and I enjoy my career and my business, but also am I being intentional of scheduling time within my calendar for the values that are important to me? Wow. So I always have, a when I'm always looking at periods within my business where I'm going, wow, I've got a heightened travel schedule the ne- next couple of weeks, I'm going to be intentional about scheduling time within my calendar where I am spending time with my family. I am getting involved with my church. And I'm also, because growth is one of my core values, I'm also looking at different ways that I can invest within my own personal development as well.
0: Wow. That is Fantastic. I know even just that moment is going to be a value bomb for those that are listening. So we end our shows with a question from our guest, and we like to encourage our listeners to go to the Speakonomics voicemail box. So you just had some great information about aligning yourself and being aware of your values. What's the question that you want to end our show with today?
1: What are three of your core values? that you are in alignment with within all areas of your life. I want to hear those core values.
0: That's fantastic. We want to hear from you. What are your core values? What are three core values that you are seeking alignment with in in your life? So do me a favor. Send us your thoughts and your responses by going to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. We'd love to hear your voice. We'd love to hear your values. Danielle, it's been fantastic having you on the show. Thanks for coming.
1: Hey, as a loyal listener, thanks for having me. All right, everybody,
0: guess what? You rock, you're amazing, you lead an amazing life and you impact the world in a phenomenal way. So the question is, why are you not taking better care of you? Physically, mentally, spiritually? Life throws a lot at you and you can handle a lot of it, but you've gotta be in position to do so. And that only happens if you know your values and you're intentional about taking care of you. It's doable, it's within reach, and it's just one of the ways to grow and serve the world at a higher level. And guess what, my friend? You can serve the world at a higher level because the world needs you. Somebody's out there waiting for you to help them solve a problem. You know, the one you solve with your message and your voice. This has been another fantastic episode of Speakernomics, the podcast where you learn more about how to speak, get paid, repeat. See you next time.